Welcome back to After the Buzzer Sports Talk, and I'm your host, Aiden Mayer. All right, guys, Happy New Year. Welcome to 2020, and welcome back for another episode. Today, we're going to talk about the NFL playoffs. That's what we're getting to. My mind is on the NFL right now. Uh, I was going to get to the CFB championship game, but then I realized it's 10 days away. It's not this weekend. My mind was just this weekend because, you know, I was just, I don't know, I NFL playoffs, I was just been so busy. But it's 10 days away, so I'm not getting to that quite yet. Um, but today, NFL playoffs, I'm getting through my all my um, playoff predictions. So my playoff predictions for the whole entire NFL playoffs. But I'm really going to focus on Wild Card Weekend. I'm going to really break down each and every game and my winner for each one. And then I'm going to go through the rest of my picks. And so that way I can say, you know, when I pick my winner, when I say, you know, I picked the winner before the playoffs, I have proof. I, I, you know, I made a pick for the whole entire playoffs, not just round by round. I will make round by round picks, but I figured I'd make a whole entire bracket and then week by week we'd, we'd, assess I guess and make a new picks every single week if that makes any sense so next week I'll break down the divisional round every game and you know make my picks for that uh if I go four for four maybe I'll keep my picks that I make today but that's all we're getting to today NFL playoffs um so yeah we're gonna get to that starting right about now okay first we're starting again with this Bills versus Texans game the Bills are the five seed Texans are the four seed both teams are ten and six this is going to be an interesting matchup, and I know a lot of people are quick to take the Bills in this game. Like, a lot of people, not saying everybody, uh, but a lot of people, like, we all know upsets are due to happen, and not saying the Bills would necessarily be upsetting the Texans, but a lower seed is due to be a higher seed at some point. And a lot of people, some people are picking the t- Titans a lot more than you'd imagine, but between the Titans, the Seahawks, the Vikings, and the Bills, a lot of people like the Bills and the Seahawks. I mean, the Seahawks seem to be probably the heaviest favorite because they're facing the Eagles. Not saying I'm picking them, but the Bills are also one. The Seahawks and the Bills seem to be the heavy favorites between all of them. Me and the Titans, too. Like, a lot of these lower seeds are being picked. Uh, Not the Vikings. Vikings have got very slim picks against the Saints. That seems to be everybody's lock. The Saints beat the Vikings, but I'm not too sure. Uh, they're all going to be good games, in my opinion. You know, some blowouts. You know, looking ahead, th- these are going to be some good games on slate. And I am picking the Buffalo Bills, but I am not as certain. Like when I just see the matchup, I said, "Yeah, I'm going to pick the Bills." I'm sticking with that. But the Bills have lost three of their last four, and I know last week, week 17, they didn't play anybody because they were locked into the number five seed. There's no point. They're not beating the Patriots out for the division, and they're not slipping to the number six seed. They were solidified in that number five seed, and. I am a little concerned that this team hasn't won a playoff game since 1995. And the fact that they are struggling lately and Josh Allen has seemed a little off. And I know what this defense is going to produce. I know they are. I'm a little nervous because they're facing Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins and they're facing a good offense in the Texans. But I trust John McDermott and what he does with that defense. It's going to come down to Josh Allen specifically and the Bills offense. Josh Allen's inconsistent. I was not a big Josh Allen fan his rookie year, but he has shown development, and I do 
like him. I like him now. Before, I really didn't, but now I've seen him, and he's developing into somebody with a lot of potential. I don't think he'll ever be an MVP winner or anything like that, but he'll be a decent, serviceable quarterback, and he's got a ton of potential. We know he can run, and he's got a cannon for an arm. But what I want to see him develop is, and he's also good in game-winning situations. Like He handles pressure pretty well. A lot of people do say that, and I do agree, but I want to see him in a playoff atmosphere. And I think that'll help him take that next step. And he's just got a lot of potential. I think he just needs to have better accuracy and decision-making. Those are not two good things in his arsenal, but he's got a lot of potential, and he shows some good signs. And I think this is a good test for him, the playoffs. The Texans' defense isn't necessarily bad, but they're not great. I think the biggest test here is the playoffs. Can can he prove on national television that he really is this clutch player that handles pressure pretty well? Because we're about to see. I think this is going to be a good game. He's going to be on the road in a playoff atmosphere. And I'm interested to see what he can do. Now, for the Texans, J.J. Watt is back. I'll say that. That's important. And I think he uh, could be... He's an impact player. I mean, don't get me wrong. And I think it's going to really help the uh, Texans defense out. You know, he's been hurt for the last eight-something weeks. Uh, Jadavian Clowney, they traded him. So their pass rush has kind of been lackluster. You get a guy like J.J. Watt back, I mean, that's key. I've never been a huge J.J. Watt fan because he's always hurt. I'm not a big fan of players that are constantly hurt. I like a healthy team. So that's why I'm not the biggest J.J. Watt fan. You know, I am a fan because he's a great guy and he is still a great talent. But he's healthy now, so he's going to make an impact in this game. If he can just get to Josh Allen with a couple pressures and maybe a sack, I'm going to be happy. I don't know if I can expect 100% from J.J. Watt because he is just coming back from injury. But if he can at least rack up a couple pressures, maybe a sack too, I think that'll really help out the Houston Texans. And I am interested to see this matchup. You know, what can Devin Singletary do? And can he help out Josh Allen? I want to see what the Bills game plan is here. Are they going to go with a run-heavy attack with a lot of, uh, you know, run-pass options? a lot of Devin Singletary and Frank Gore and a lot of scrambling from Josh Allen, or are they going to, you know, are we even going to see a lot of Singletary? Well, I take that back. A lot of Frank Gore. You know, what's the matchup going to be there? I am interested to see what the Bills are going to do, especially what Josh Allen's going to do. He is their X Factor. I know what I'm getting from that defense. Okay, I I am a little nervous because Deshaun Watson can have some of those marvelous weeks. But I trust their defense, Sean McDermott. It's going to come down to Josh Allen and the offense, which has been struggling lately. But I am taking the Bills. But, again, I'm going to say this all day. I'm not 100%. I'm not 100% with any of these picks any of the time. But I picked the Bills, and then I was just like, oh, you know, they've been struggling lately. Should I continue to pick them? I'm going to stick with them. Would I be shocked if the Texans win? No. Really, I wouldn't be shocked if any of these teams win. The Titans a little bit. I would be a little shocked if the Titans win, which leads me to the next game. Yes, I am picking the Patriots. The three-seeded Patriots to beat the six-seeded Titans. A lot of people are picking the Titans, and I don't understand why. I know some people out there are going to pick the Titans, and maybe it's just me because I'm a Patriots fan. The Patriots have not lost back-to-back home games since November 2006. Okay? And that's not all... People panic about the Patriots. Listen, I'm not too confident in the Patriots. I have not been this non-confident, I guess you could say, in the Patriots for a while now. They made three straight Super Bowls. This year does not feel like their year. 
They they haven't won back-to-back Super Bowls in forever. They won last year. And the offense has been really struggling. The defense has been good. And they're number one ranked in the league. The defense, I'm not 100% confident either. You saw what happened against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, and that could be their test. If they make the AFC Championship, there's a very good chance they are facing the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. I've seen this defense. Last week, they played all their starters against Ryan Fitzmagic in the Dolphins. And that's a one-dimensional offense. All they do is pass. They have no run game. Ryan Fitzpatrick leads the team rush yards, and he has 250 rush yards on the season or something like that. I am a little nervous for this Patriots defense. I don't think they're as good as everybody thinks they are, but they are still very good. The concern, I know that sounds weird. Like I just said, you know, I'm not as confident. Everybody else thinks they're a shoo-in. I don't think they are. They're defense even. You saw what happened last week, but I think that was a tough defense for them to handle. This week, though, I think they'll be all right. The concern has to be the offense. Uh, and they're going up against a Titans team that I feel like has always been very bland. Uh, but Ryan Tannehill, this is a guy that you faced. You faced this Titans team a lot. You faced him in the playoffs before, just a couple of years ago, in the divisional round. You blew him out, 35-7, to I think the score was, something like that. And <sighs> you faced Ryan Tannehill before. Mike Vrabel used to be in your coaching staff. You faced him plenty of times. You've got Deion Lewis. Uh, Logan Ryan, you've got former Patriots players there. I'm interested to see if, you know, that's an advantage for them. Maybe it's a disadvantage. Who knows? It, but at the end of the day, I'm picking the Patriots. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, I do think if they can get something going with him, uh, the Patriots have been super vulnerable to those big plays. So if they can get Derrick Henry going and Ryan Tannehill, you know, goes pretty well, if those two can do pretty well. I think that's the big combo there. Uh, you know, AJ Brown and Stefan Gilmore will be uh, and Stefan Gilmore will be an interesting matchup. I think Stefan Gilmore would do a good job with him, but he's been doing good lately. But what I want to see from the Titans perspective is they got to get Derrick Henry going to open up the passing game for Ryan Tannehill and that can open up some big plays. The Patriots have been vulnerable to these big plays all season long. That could be a few play actions down the field. AJ Brown, pretty quick guy. I know he's on Stefan Gilmore's gonna be on him. It's gonna be tough. Uh, but he's they're kind of big catch kind of guy because he's got that speed. Uh, and if Derrick Henry gets going and it opens up the passing game and the Patriots are vulnerable because Derrick Henry's doing so good, or at least decent, that could open up uh, a few play actions downfield, a few big plays, and that's what this Patriots team's been vulnerable to. But I am picking the Patriots in this game. Uh, six-seeded Vikings versus the three-seeded Saints. I'm picking the Saints in this game. Uh, this seems to be everyone's most common pick. I really haven't heard anybody pick the Vikings. I'm not to count the Vikings out the last time these two teams played. The Vikings did win. They had home field advantage uh, last time. Different team, different quarterback for the Vikings even. And that was two years ago, so a lot has changed. Uh and home field advantage. The Saints are 13-3. and The fact that they don't have a bye week is ridiculous. So if they lose, I would consider them unlucky. They already are. They can't catch a break. They had the Minnesota Miracle. They had the no-pass interference call. Can they break the curse this year? I will tell you, though, they're getting past the wild card round, past the Minnesota Vikings. For the Vikings, Dalvin Cook has got to run the ball well. And that's going to be tough because the Saints have one of, if not the best, run defense in the NFL. It's going to be tough, but Dalvin Cook, 
he's kind of the X factor this week for the Vikings. If he can get it going, it's going to open things up for Dalvin, uh, not Dalvin Cook. It's going to open things up. Dalvin Cook can open things up for that passing game with Kirk Cousins because it's a tough defense they're facing. It really is. Uh, and for the Saints, I want to see Mike's, uh, Mike Thomas. I almost said Michael Evans. Mike Evans. Michael Thomas. Okay, I got it. I don't know why he messed that up. Michael Thomas, I want to see him in the slot a lot this week. Uh, the Vikings corners and safeties have struggled this year. Uh, they usually play two safeties high, and you know they're going to have their hands full with Michael Thomas, but I think he's going to be in the slot a lot this week, and I think that's where he should be. Um, and then for the else, the Saints, uh, Alvin Kamara, I'm interested to see what he can do. Can he continue off his performance against the Panthers? He had not. He didn't have a touchdown since week three, but last week he had two touchdowns, maybe even three. Uh, I forget if it was two or three. I know he had two early on in the game. And I know it was week 17 and all, but if he can just start running the ball well, you know, now's the time to pick up the pace. I am a little concerned, though. Drew Brees last season, him and Alvin Kamara, uh, you know, started to struggle as the year went on. And in the playoffs, his arm didn't look right. It didn't look as good as it was before, you know, earlier on in the season. But this season, it's looked good so far. He, he still looks sharp, which is good. But I hope this isn't kind of like that fall-off week. That would be a bad week to have a fall-off week. But I am picking the Saints in this game with good amount of confidence. Uh, the five-seed Seahawks versus the four-seed Eagles. Believe it or not, I'm picking the Eagles in this game. Uh, it's an upset. I know the Eagles have the higher seed, but people know the Seahawks have definitely played the better season than the Philadelphia Eagles have. Uh, the Seahawks are coming off a loss against the San Francisco 49ers, uh, and they're probably looking for some revenge, but the Philadelphia Eagles have home field advantage, which I do think will play a factor in this game. Uh, I can go ahead. Let me see if it even shows their home record. Yeah, it does. Okay, the Eagles this season, 5-3 and three at home, 4-4 four and four on the road. The Seahawks this season were, let me see, let me see. Four and four at home, seven and one on the road. Yay! Oh, that's great. Uh, they they've done really well on the road, but I'm still picking the Eagles. I know the Seahawks beat the Eagles, but that was when the Eagles were at their lowest of lows. They were th on a three-game losing streak that was right in the middle of the three-game losing streak. They only scored nine points in that game. But right now, the Eagles are at their highest of highs. They're on a four-game winning streak right now. I know some of these wins haven't looked very impressive. Like, that Redskins win did not impress me that they had in Week 16. Did not impress me. But still, they're on a four-game winning streak right now. They're at their highest of highs. The last time they faced the Seahawks a couple weeks ago, they were at their lowest of lows. I think it's a different setting. I think it's a different thing here because... Believe it or not, I do think that matters. You know, I know, you know, in that three-game losing streak, they were in the middle of a tough schedule. Now that they're on their four-game winning streak, it's kind of been an easier part of the schedule. I get that. So maybe that has played a factor, but they are riding high. This is the Eagles team that's had a lot of success these past couple of years in the playoffs. Uh, they won two years ago. They won the Super Bowl. I know this was all with Nick Foles. Last season, they struggled. They picked up the pace later in the season. They ended up winning one round and nearly winning another if Alshon Jeffrey didn't drop that pass. This season, they're starting to heat up come playoff time. I expect them to win this week. I do, against the Seahawks. The Seahawks, by the way, also, if you look at their point differential, it was lower than teams like the Los Angeles Chargers, who had five wins on the season. The Seahawks, they play close games. They don't blow any teams out. And I think with the Eagles, you're going to keep them in it. They've got some playoff experience. I know Carson Wentz really doesn't have any, uh, but he doesn't. 
have any at all. But I, Doug Peterson does, and most of this team does, and sometimes it doesn't always come down to the quarterback. I, at the end of the day, it is the most important position on the football field, but this team's got a lot of experience. They know how to win when it's time. Last season, they their backs were against the wall. No one thought they were going to make the playoffs, and they just went on a winning streak, and they rallied to get a ton of wins down the stretch, and they ended up making the playoffs, and they actually won a game in the playoffs as well. This team, history shows they heat up this time of year, and they history shows just these past four weeks they've won all the past all their games the past four weeks. Despite the schedule, they are heating up, and I'm picking the Eagles in this game. Now moving on to the divisional round, I'm not going to go as in depth because these games are not locked in. Do I think I'll go four for four with my predictions? I hope so, but I don't think I will. Um, I like to go bold with these because I, you know, some unpredictable things in sports happen. And a lot of time I just go with my gut. Like my gut's telling me to go with the Eagles this game. Do I, would I be surprised if they lose? Not one bit. Uh, really with any of these teams. The only one I'd be surprised with is the Patriots. I'm a Patriots fan. I'm going to be watching that game very closely. Uh, and I'd be surprised if they lose this wildcard weekend. Every other team, not really. I'd be a little surprised if the Vikings beat the, uh, Saints, too. I guess that's another one. But just Patriots, though. Um, it's going to be interesting to watch. But anyway, we're moving on. Divisional round. The Eagles versus the 49ers. The 49ers are going to win this game. The Eagles, <laughs> slow down. You're not beating the 49ers, too. Uh, I think this will kind of be a game to really see what the 49ers and Jimmy G especially got. Because this has been a team that, you know, Jimmy G's never played in the playoffs. The 49ers haven't played the playoffs for a few years now. You know, this is Kyle Shanahan's first time as a head coach. He was the offensive coordinator of the Falcons when they went to the Super Bowl. So he's got some experience, but not as the, you know, the captain at the sale. Uh, and Jimmy G has no playoff experience, but Jimmy G has proven when it comes down in crunch time, he's done decent this year. I am interested to see how this 49ers team does perform in the playoffs, but they get a pretty easy test in the Eagles. Like most teams, most people admit the Eagles are one of, if not the worst team in the playoffs, but they kind of lock out and get the Eagles in the divisional round and beat them. Bills versus Ravens. I actually think the Ravens have a chance. I mean, not the Ravens. The Bills have a chance in this game. The last time the Ravens and the Bills faced, I had picked the Bills to win, and the Ravens won. Uh, I uh, let me see with the score. The score was, I want to say it was seventeen. It wasn't that long ago, but it, I want to say it was seventeen to ten, twenty-four to seventeen. It was a one-score game. It was not seventeen to ten, uh, but that was the score at one point. Uh, but twenty-four to seventeen. The Bills' defense did just about as good as anybody has all season at containing Lamar Jackson in that Ravens offense. Unfortunately, Josh Allen didn't play that great this game, and the Bills' offense was really their kryptonite. Uh, their Yeah, their own offense was their kryptonite. I mean, the Ravens' defense did play well too, but if Josh Allen can come out have, have a good week and Sean McDermott and that defense, you know, he can whip up a good playing plan for that defense once again. They've got a chance, and I don't know if I'm 100% on this take, but I wouldn't call anybody crazy for saying that they trust Sean McDermott and the Bills' defense more than any other coach and defense in the NFL. Not saying, like, Bill Belichick in the 49 – no. Like, I'm talking 
head coach and defense together that are already together on the team. The Bills defense and their head coach. I wouldn't call anybody crazy for saying Sean McDermott in the Bills defense. They trust those that combination more than any other head coach defense combination in the NFL to stop Lamar Jackson. They really did do a great job of containing him. I wouldn't call you crazy if you made that comment. Again, that doesn't mean you can say, you know, Bill Belichick in the Saints defense. It's got to be, you know, a head coach and defense that are already together at the moment. I would not call you crazy if you chose Sean McDermott in the Bills defense because they did a great job the first time around. But John Harbaugh, he's a great coach. Will he figure out what the Bills did and depict that? And if he does, the Ravens are going to run away with this game. The thing is, it's really going to come down to that Bills defense. Can they do this again? Because if they allow 30 points to the Ravens, they don't have to stand a chance because their offense can't uh, go with the Ravens. It can't run with the Ravens. So if John Harbaugh is smart enough to figure out what the Bills are doing and they can put Ravens can put 30 points on the board, the Bills don't stand a chance. But the Bills defense can continue the success from last time and hold the Ravens to maybe 17 points. Who knows? Maybe 21 points. Uh, you know, 24 even. You know, if their offense plays good enough, 24 may not be out of the question. But if they score 30 or more, it's game over. I, I know some other teams did well. Like the 49ers did a great job of containing Lamar Jackson. They forced his only fumble of the year. I'd probably say the 49ers defense, Kyle Shanahan, that defense did a little bit better of a job than Sean McDermott and his defense did. I mean, Robert Sala played a fact in uh piece in it too. Uh, but no, I, I think the Bills stand a chance against the Ravens. Their defense is just that good. It's just going to come down. Josh Allen is their X factor. Really, their offense in the hole. But Josh Allen, is he you know, not turning the ball over? Is he making good throws, good decisions? If he is, if he is in the defense plays like they've been playing all season, the Bills, they 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 have a chance to make a good playoff run here. And I know, they, you know they're cursed in the playoffs and I really would not be shocked if they lose to the Texans tomorrow. I would not one bit. But, you know, if they can beat the Texans, I give them a chance against the Ravens. But with that being said, I am picking the Baltimore Ravens to win this game. My dad thinks they're going to lose the first round they play. Uh, and they're either going to play – they're not going to have to face the Patriots, so they're either going to face the Titans if they win – but right now, again, I think they're going to face the Bills. And I definitely think the Bills could beat them. I, I actually give the Bills a decent chance. Uh, Patriots versus the Chiefs. This one will be in Kansas City. I'm choosing the Patriots. Oh, I know. I, you know, you're calling me biased. I don't blame you necessarily, but I have a reason why. Uh, first of all, these two go back and forth. The Chiefs did win the last contest, so, you know, history kind of says, you know, when one wins, it seems like the other wins the next game. Not all the time, but uh, we, we've beat them in the playoffs. Every time we face the Chiefs, we beat them in the playoffs, at least. And it'll be a good game, don't get me wrong. And I know in the regular season, we were at home and we lost to them, but can't we all agree that maybe the refs played a little bit of a factor in that game? So I do think this game, the officiating will be better, and that'll actually help out the Patriots. I know we're on the road too, so that does kind of even itself out, you know. But we there were so many bad calls in that game that might just cost us, uh, you know, that 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 cost us the Nikhil Harry touchdown, the pass mispass interference. You had Stephon Gilmore that easily could have been ran back, so that made it cost us, you know, anywhere between it. It at least cost us fourteen points. 14 or more points in that game, and we only lost by a score. So, 
The Patriots, I think they do stand a chance against the Chiefs. It's going to be a really close game. And if I do pick, you know, if the Chiefs end up winning by, you know, a little bit, the Chiefs win. Uh, but I do think the Patriots will find a way with a little bit of playoff magic left to pull this one out. And I do think the offense will pull together a good drive or two uh, that they haven't really been able to do these past few weeks. And I do think you know, that playoff magic will kind of spark a little for Tom Brady in that offense and, uh, at the right time, that's for sure. Uh, then we've got the Saints versus the Packers. I was actually stumped choosing this game. Believe it or not, you would think everyone's just easy to pick the Saints. few te- people I've seen pick the Packers, though, obviously. It'll be in Lambeau. Uh, and I actually do think the Packers stand a chance in this game. I feel like I'm saying that for everybody. But, no, I actually was stumped with this one. I ended up picking the New Orleans Saints uh, because I feel like the – Packers, 49ers, Ravens, and Patriots. I I don't know. Uh, it's just something. See, it's going to be a 1v3 seed in the conference championship for each uh, matchup. But I have the Saints beating the Packers. And I do think the Packers will be able to put up a good fight. They've had, you know, one or two bad losses on their schedule. But they've played a great season as well. Two teams, 13-3. and three. You know, at Lambeau, such an historic place. And... I, I do think Aaron Rodgers is going to put on a good game for us. I do think he's, you know, that offense. I do think their defense is going to show up with a few good stops as well. And I, I think it's going to be a very good game. And I do think the Packers will be able to put up a fight. But I gonna, I'm going to have to pick the Saints in this one. And I do think they're going to have some of those drives, you know, where Aaron Rodgers marches down the field and, you know, Zadarius Smith goes in with the, you know, the Smith brothers get a sack or something and they get a force a three and out in the New Orleans Saints. You know, I, you know, I do think maybe they might even get an interception as well. I do think the Packers are going to make some of these plays and these points in time in the game that are going to kind of keep them in it and keep you on your, you know, the edge of your seat. But at the end of the day, I got to pick the New Orleans Saints. And, you know, maybe the Saints do end up winning by 14-something points, you know, double digits. And I wouldn't be shocked uh, at all. But I do think the Packers are going to have those moments in the game that make it, you know, kind of a good game to watch and, and kind of keep it somewhat close at least. But I am picking the Saints in this game. Then we move over to the conference championships. We've got the New England Patriots versus the Baltimore Ravens. I am picking the Ravens. It's time I show them some respect. Uh, all season I've said, I listen, I'm not a big Ravens guy. I do think Lamar Jackson will die out sooner than later. I do think this is the Ravens' best shot at a title than they'll have in five to ten years. I really do. Uh, you know, they're probably the favorite out there. Uh, but Lamar Jackson, I know I've been saying, you know, history. I've been relying on history a lot. This time I'm not. I'm really not. Lamar Jackson last year crapped his pants in the playoffs, but I saw it coming. I told you last year, you know, it's going to be his first playoff game ever. Uh, the Whenever he faces a team for the second time, like the first time last year, he didn't have as good of an arm, but his running ability was something unique. This season, his running ability, you know, hasn't gotten any better, really. Maybe a little, but really what's made Lamar Jackson a better player uh, has been his throwing ability and the weapons and play calling around him. Basically, the things around him and his throwing ability. Uh, Greg Roman's coming as a new offensive coordinator, and he's done great as well. Uh, no, he was there last year. I take that back. But he still has drawn up better plays than he did in the previous season. And I think his playbook has expanded with Mark Ingram now at running back. You've upgraded the running back. That's more, you know, run options. And I do think the uh, upgraded throwing ability uh, allows you to add some more pass plays into your playbook and kind of 
make the defense a little more vulnerable because before it was just game plan for his running ability. Now you've got to at least respect his arm. So I do think that's made him so much more dangerous. And the Patriots couldn't figure them out the first time in Baltimore, and I don't think they will this time either. Uh, I don't want to pick the Patriots to go to the Super Bowl. They were going to pick before the year. Uh, if they win, I'd be psyched because I'm a Patriots fan. You know, screw the predictions. If, if you tell me right now you can either nail it perfectly or give the Patriots another Super Bowl, I'm giving the Patriots another Super Bowl. I'd love to nail these predictions, but I'd also love to see my team go to the Super Bowl. I'd love to go to a Super Bowl party because whenever they don't make it, I really don't go to one. Usually, uh, I don't. Um, but when they do, I get to, and I get to watch them win. I'd love to see them win again, and it'll probably keep Tom Brady around. So if you give me the option between the Patriots win the Super Bowl and your predictions suck or your predictions are on point, that also means Patriots don't make the Super Bowl. I'll pick the Patriots to go to the Super Bowl. I know I could switch my predictions and have them win, but it doesn't work that way for this. So I just think the Ravens, they got the Patriots kind of figured out. And I do think potentially the Patriots defense does a little better this game. But the Ravens have always been a threat to the Patriots. And this time around, uh, they get they get the win. And that's 2-0 and on the Patriots in the year. And the Ravens go to the Super Bowl. Then we got the Saints versus the 49ers. I am picking the Saints to win this game. Oh, the Saints, they've got a tough road. They had the Vikings in the first round. Not a very easy succeed. You know, the Patriots got the Titans. You guys got the Vikings. Then you got the Packers on the road and then the 49ers on the road. That's a tough road. The Saints beat out these curses. I, I know, I'm going to say it, these curses. And the Saints are actually, I just look back at it, they're the only team in my whole bracket that ends up winning as the lower seed. They do it twice. But, you know, you look at it, I've got the them winning against the Vikings, and then I've got the Eagles beating the Seahawks, and the Eagles are the higher seed. Then I have the 49ers beating the Eagles as the higher seed. There's not really a lot of games. But still, they're the only team that wins as the lower seed uh, in the NFC. And they're going to do it again here against the 49ers. I think it'll be a great game. Um, the Saints and the 49ers, and I, you know, the 49ers did win the first one an absolute shootout, arguably the game of the year. It was an awesome game. But... I think this time around the Saints take it. Uh, last time the 49ers took it at Mer- uh, not Mercedes-Benz Stadium. They took it at the New Orleans Saints, Saints, not States, New Orleans Saints Stadium. This time the Saints will take it in San Fran. And I think it's going to be, again, it'll be a great game. It'll be a great NFC uh, championship to watch for sure. And I would be, in, I think it would be a hard Game to choose. I'm stumbling today, like, on my words. Like, I'm trying to go quick. I don't know why. But it's going to be a great game. I, I Really? I, I don't know if I really need to explain why. I would like to see if this matchup does happen. Again, I don't want to really break it down. But the 49ers use all of their running backs. It's tough to run against the Saints. They stuff almost every team that tries to run. They're great run defense. But use Mostert. Use Coleman. Use... If he's even healthy at this point, use Brita. Use all your running backs and kind of give them these different looks. And not saying Sean Payton can't handle it, but and or that defense can't handle it. But maybe it'll catch him off guard a little bit. And I think they might need to throw a little more than they're used to. And, you know, they've already had that first matchup against them. But I do think there will be a little less points scored than last time. And then the Super Bowl, I've got the Saints versus Ravens. I realize I haven't picked the Super Bowl MVP uh, but I'm going to pick the Saints to beat the Ravens. I'm not that much a believer in the Ravens. I 
can't see them. I don't see them winning the Super Bowl. If they do, again, you know what I'm about to say. I wouldn't be shocked. Teams that I would be shocked. Let, let me just go through this. I would be surprised if the following teams won the Super Bowl. I would be surprised if the Bills won the Super Bowl. I would be surprised if the Texans won the Super Bowl. I'd be surprised if the Titans won the Super Bowl. I'd be shocked if the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Uh, Seahawks would be a little surprising. Uh, The Vikings, the Packers would be a little surprising. I'd even say the Patriots would be a little surprising. The 49ers, too, just because they don't really have that experience, but... A lot of teams would kind of be surprising, I guess. I'm somebody that I just can't really make up my mind (laughs) with some of these things and not going to bet really much money on the Saints winning, honestly. I know a lot of people have the Saints winning. They just have such a well-rounded roster, and I think this is their year. Uh, But if the Saints don't win this year, I don't know if they're going to get a better opportunity than this year. I know the NFC stacked, and they're going to have a tough road, but – this may be Drew Brees'... Drew Brees might hit that decline next year. Uh, he's coming to that age where one of these years, it's he's going to kind of start going down on the slope. And right now, he's playing like one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. How much longer is that going to last? And the weapons around him, like, they can't afford all of these guys forever. Eventually, they're, you know, they're such a well-rounded roster now because they've got a lot of rookie contracts and, you know, good contracts. But eventually, these guys are going to have to get paid and they're going to have to lose some of these pieces. So, if there's a time for the Saints, it's now. They've got to go all in. That's why, you know, Antonio Brown, I wouldn't completely rule that option out. I know, you know, probably won't play this week if you did sign him and I... You know, it's not a great look for the organization, but this is the best chance you're going to have in maybe the next 5, 10, 15 years. I I really do believe that. Uh, Drew Brees, again, his time's coming to an end soon, and they're going to not be able to play all these guys. Their roster's not going to be this well-rounded for a while, and they're not going to have a court. Drew Brees, this might be his last year really playing at this level. So they've got to take advantage, and if that means signing Antonio Brown, who knows? Maybe that's what it's going to come down to. But that, those are my NFL uh, playoff predictions for the 2019-2020 season. So now I want to get to the college football championship game between LSU and Clemson. So let's get to that. All right, guys, that is going to wrap it up for today's episode. I know I just said I'm going to get to the LSU-Clemson game now, uh, but I that was in my plan. I was going to do CFB championship, but I realized it's not this weekend. It's... 10 days, which means it's also on a Monday, which sucks. That's horrible. I hate games that are on Mondays. The NCAA does the same thing. They make it on Monday. Uh, me and my uncle, my uncle's on this podcast a good eight months ago, and we talked about that, and he hates it. Uh, he's not really a basketball fan. He's more like a golf guy, like football, hockey. Uh, but he does enjoy it in the NCAA championship. He went a while back, uh, and he just talked about how he hates that. But they're also doing this for – College football, too, a Monday night. You're kidding. That's horrible. Yeah, but I'm not getting to that just yet. Hold your horses uh, because that's 10 days away, so I want to do it when it's a little closer and we have a little more news for injuries and whatnot, like Clyde edwards Elair. What's his status? Uh, so I want to get to all of that a little later. I, you know, Maybe I would have got to the NBA today, but it just kind of derailed all my plans. And I know some of you like the 30-minute episodes. I don't know. Maybe you guys like the hour episodes longer, but I know – from what I know, a lot more of you like the 30-minute episodes more. So that's going to wrap it up to, for today's episode. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and I hope to see you guys next time.